What? 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 About. 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 What? 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 Welcome to What It's About, the podcast full of poorly researched and strongly held opinions. Hosted by... Kyle Bagley. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Are you going to introduce yourself? Uh, no, we can do that later. And me, <laughs> Claire Lily Squire. Great. Fantastic. How are you today, Claire? <laughs> well, I've got a broken ankle. So actually not great. Not um, great. I fell down a step. How many dogs were you carrying at the time? Um, just just one on this occasion. Um, and I just misstepped and I've just blown up my ankle. Did the dog try to help you after you fell? The dog did not help. The dog looked at me and was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, get up. I have to pee. And I still took her to pee with broken mm. ankle. Oh, good. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know the damage level at that mm. point. Anyway. Um, I've never broken a bone. Is this your first bone break? It is my first. Well, I broke some ribs, but I don't know if that really counts. Mm, I mean, that it, absolutely counts. Count? I broke six ribs. It was awful. After a fight? No. A fight with a horse in the ground. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. So um, tell us about you, Kyle. How are you? What, what are you doing? Why are you here? My name is Kyle Bagley. Mm-hmm. I'm a musician and DJ here in Shanghai. I also have a company that does marketing and social media. I'm an expert in all things. I'm not even going to qualify that. <laughs> Just an expert, an expert in all things. In all things. Okay, so I'm Claire Lily Squire. I'm a writer and I work in gaming and I give my opinion often on subjects. No one really wants me to, but I do it anyway and they often pay me. So shall we explain what this podcast is? I think we already did. Um, sure. Why don't you Why don't you give the uh, the one line for what the okay. podcast is about? Welcome to what it's about. <laughs> the podcast full of poorly researched yet strongly held opinions. Uh, we are two of the most opinionated people that either of us know. Um, we also don't know very much, but have a lot of opinions about that. So we're going to um, irritate and test each other's knowledge and said opinions. And we thought that maybe you guys would be interested in that. Our first segment is called Five Facts in Five Minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go first. Okay. Did you know that 60% of all podcasts are inactive, meaning they're dead? I mean, that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? And that 25% of podcasts don't get past the third episode. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's two facts. <laughs> okay. So that means people started them and then just gave up. Um, yes, or I mean, there's some, uh, you know, there's some qualification of like people who do seasonal podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, because the article I read said inactive was more than three months without an episode. Okay. So it's possible that they're just seasonal or something like that. But I would say there are even more than that that couldn't possibly be counted because they were scrubbed from the internet, in which case this could not true. be counted. This is true. Cause I mean, you have to pay to keep them up on the internet. Yes. Right? Yes, you do. So, there probably, there must be more. I mean, I feel like every millennial has or has had a podcast. Um, like, we're only real millennials now because we have a podcast. What's What defines millennial? Me. That is all. That's all. <laughs> Am I a millennial? I don't know. How old are you? You're pretty old. I'm 34 years old. I think you're a millennial. I think born like mid-80s through to mid-90s is millennial. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I could be wildly I wrong. Who's, who's Generation Z or whatever? They're babier than me. Oh, uh, okay. 
So they're like, Gen Zers are like 25, 24, mm. 24, they're 24. Okay. I've decided. They're 24. Or younger. Okay. Are Gen Zers. Because millennials are like, we can be whatever we want to be when we grow up. And Gen Zers are like, no, we can't because the earth is going to explode. Mm. That's the big generational gap. You see? Uh, so it's your outlook on life that mm. defines yeah, very uh, much so. which generation you're very, in. <laughs> very much so. That and when you were born, which is kind of out of your control. Okay, let's keep it moving. Okay, my fun fact, I've got to look it up, I've already forgotten. Um, by 2027, you'll be able to go and stay in a space hotel. A space hotel, yes, a hotel in space, real, real thing. Guess what it will cost to go and stay there for 3.5 days. 3.5 Which is the minimum days. amount of time. So imagine you've got to get up and you've got to get back down. How do you measure a day in space? I mean, unknown. Let's assume Earth days. Um, I'll say $10 million. Well, you're in for a bargain. <laughs> $5 million. It'll hold 283 people and 112 crew. Who's making that? It is made by the Orbital Assembly Corporation, which is a construction company run by... John Blinko. So not, not SpaceX or Virgin. Nope. Whole other thing. Hmm, okay. I mean and I've never heard of do them. you get to do you get to go to the International Space Station? I don't believe so. Oh, that's a ripoff. <laughs> it's like the only fucking things think, to see out there. I think you're just no, I mean you're looking at the Earth, Carl. Uh, you're like uh, in orbit looking at the Earth. I've seen the Earth, man. Not not from space. Fair enough. I wanna I would much prefer to go to the ISS so Okay, but if you had five million dollars just kicking about, would you go? Like, if I had a billion dollars, I would probably spend five to go to space. Yeah, me too. If I only had five million dollars, no, I don't think so. How much would you need? How much money would you need to have to go and spend five million dollars to go to space? I have no idea. This is all more money than I'll ever have in my entire life. Well, look, we don't know how successful this podcast will be. All right, moving on. (laughs) Did you know that Justin Bieber this week launched a line of Crocs uh, that have an accompanying sock line to be to be worn with? That's the best worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Why did he do that? For money? Is he desperate for money? Um, Is he I'm making sh- a statement? I'm sure it's for money. Um, this is actually not his first line of Crocs. He's he's had he's had a, a line of custom Crocs before. So this is Justin Bieber's. Like 0.2, 2.0, how do you say that? 2.0 of Crocs. I guess so. Jesus. That, I mean, that's terrifying. <laughs> who, who buys them? I'm sure a fuck ton of people are going to buy them. Will you buy them? Uh, Probably not. I do own Crocs, though. What for? Real um, ones or, or fake ones? Uh, They are fake. Okay. Do you um, like to clarify? <laughs> they, are, they are shittier than actual Crocs by not being real Crocs. I like to wear them when I walk the dog. Especially you, in the winter. But they're like plastic buckets on your feet. Don't you trip? And they have holes in. I don't trip. They keep my feet warmer than flip-flops. I've never liked flip-flops. Or what do you call them? Thongs? No, that's... That, no, not the air, England, air not quotes. England. Thongs is um, New Zealand and Australia. Thongs for us are knickers that go up your bum. Uh, okay, me too. Yeah, we're aligned. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I do... <laughs> My my wife is my wife is sitting outside the uh, the studio right now, texting me that Crocs are tires for your feet. <laughs> um, maybe maybe she should be doing this podcast. She hardly wants to talk to me on a good day, um, and definitely not when I'm wearing Crocs. So I think I think maybe we can leave her outside for the moment. Okay, my next fact. Um, did you know 
that in England there is a law and it has been in existence since the 14th century and it's called, it's Latin, hang on, Perovgatvia Regis, uh, which means the king's prerogative, which says that if a whale or sturgeon becomes beached, that it must be offered to the reigning monarch. Um, sorry, I stopped listening at 14th century. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a real law in England that if a uh, whale or a sturgeon, I uh, don't know what sturgeons are. Let's just go with whale. If a whale beaches what's a, itself. What's a sturgeon? I don't know, a fish. I would uh, assume. Okay. I mean, it's lumped in with whale. Sure. If a whale washes up on the beach in England, it belongs to the queen. Because she collects their teeth. I mean, unknown. Mm. What's the queen going to do with the body of a dead beached whale? Mm. But maybe what if they're not dead? I th- I think maybe uh, maybe they just don't want people like fighting over it so that they can take like the blubber for oil or whale meat or something. So like it's the queen, don't touch it. Yeah. Do you know all swans in England also belong to the queen? All swans. All swans. Does she have any in her private residence? I mean, I don't know. I've never been. Jeez, I thought I thought you were a Brit. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Tea with the Queen every time I got home. This is my last one. Um, this is contemporary. Mm. So you'll be engaged. Thank God for that. <laughs> um, we are millennials, after we, all. As, as a contemporary millennial, I'd like to tell you things about the interweb. Um, so this is about a Netflix series called Bridgerton, which was viewed 82 million times in 84 different regions. That is a lot. What's uh, what's a region? Like this is in the UK or no region? No, there aren't eighty four regions in England. Have you seen it? It's <laughs> tiny. I mean, regions of the world. However, Netflix breaks up regions. Okay. I don't know. Ask Netflix. Have you but, watched this show? Yes, twice. What's it called again? Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Yeah, it's like a regency drama based on like the Age of Innocence, but they have like thrown out the idea of like race. Hmm. Surely this is not the most watched show on Netflix. It's nearly. It's like number three or something. 82 million times. And it was like within its first three weeks of being released, it was like 64 million. It's mm. one of their fastest growing, most successful shows ever made. Mm. It's by Shonda Rhimes, who did um, Grey's Anatomy. Oh. Oh. I mean, what does that O mean? Uh, is that supposed to make me want to watch it? Well, I mean, you don't love Grey's Anatomy? Um, sure. Like, I, where do you get your medical knowledge? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's how I know I've got a broken ankle. WebMD, obviously. <laughs> so it's like WebMD, but, like, you just absorb it by lying on the couch. Mm. Um, cool. And that has been Five Facts in Five Minutes that with a- Claire and Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot longer than five minutes. still rolling okay so kyle the main segment of this podcast the main event the main the reason we're here um so i started listening to cassette tapes again why uh, that is a hard <laughs> question to answer i don't really know why um so i i had some cassettes that i collected um at just you know, friends who had bands who gave them to me, something I found uh, randomly at a shop that I wanted to buy. Um, I had a few lying around, and I had no way to listen to them. Mm. Um, so I decided to buy a boombox and, and give so them... 
and so give them a shot. So old school. <laughs> um, it's not a was very it, fancy boombox. Was it like, box. like a big boombox that you like put on a desk, or was it like a little uh, in your pocket, put it on your ears? It's right here. Let me show you. That's a Walkman, Claire. Oh. <laughs> I mean, showing me is great, Kyle, but it doesn't really help. Um... This is my this is my boombox. Wow, that's a classic. It was. Uh, we can put a picture of this on Instagram. PSI AM/FM compact radio cassette recorder. Uh, it was about ninety RMB on Taobao, which, which is about eleven or twelve dollars, mm-hmm. um, and it works. Uh, actually, the first one I bought didn't work, but then I bought another one. <laughs> Note: I didn't return the first one because I don't do such things. I bought another one, actually the exact same one. And it works. So now you've just got two boomboxes, one of which works and one of which does not. Correct. Well, technically the other one worked, but it kept unspooling the tapes. Mm. Well, that's a common error. Yes. Hence when no one listens to cassette tapes anymore. Yes. Well, actually people do listen to cassettes. They're, they're making a comeback. I don't believe you. They, it's true. So there's like this whole thing about vinyl nostalgia. Mm. And vinyl has definitely made a comeback. I mean, uh, I'm literally sitting in Kyle's studio right now looking at boxes full of vinyls. Kyle just isn't hipster at all, by the way. <laughs> I'd just like to get that out. He does not have dreadlocks. He does not have an earring. He is not a vinyl DJ. Um, just to make everything clear. Sure, yeah. Um... I don't think any of those things make you a hipster. Okay, well, um, we'll argue about that on a different episode. I think maybe you mean hippie, um, <laughs> but also I don't know. Some of those things might make you Do a hippie. Do you have a tattoo of some sort of like shape somewhere on your body? A tattoo of a shape? Yeah. Like a triangle or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, because that's the ultimate. Um, no, I don't. Actually, I have a tattoo of a cassette tape. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally do. I have it. I completely didn't even think about that okay. until. Can we, until we, where just is now. it? Can we also put a picture of that on Instagram? Um, no, you can't. Actually, so here's the, here's the <laughs> wait, story. Wait, of wait, my, wait, wait. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> uh, okay, the cassette the cassette tattoo is on my thigh, my upper leg, um, just above the knee, and it's you can put that on. It's never been finished mm-hmm. because. I got it from somebody who was practicing tattooing and they uh, were not very good. Mm -hmm. And of course, like most tattoos, they did the line drawing first and then they went to fill in the color. And because while she was tattooing, she couldn't make the color go all the way to the line. So she was trying to fill in the color, but every time she did like a, a take or did a stroke, whatever you want to call it, it was not quite reaching the line. So then she would wipe it and look at it and say, oh, we're not quite there. Let me do it again and then do it again. And it wasn't quite to the line to the point where my leg was fucking bloody as hell. She had to keep wiping the blood away. I was in so much pain that I couldn't take it anymore. And she said, okay, let's stop there for the day. Um, And then we went into uh, her like tattoo master, her teacher, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) Tattoo master, yes. Politely explained that she was doing it wrong. Basically, she was destroying my leg. Uh, rather than giving me a tattoo. Okay, so I bet it um, looks great now. <laughs> so, yeah, th- this was about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I bet and, it's aged really and, well. 
and uh, it's never been touched up or finished. Cool. So I Great. have a, I, that's my uh, that's my cassette tape. Okay, so on, if you're curious own. about seeing a picture of this horrendous tattoo, you can follow us on Instagram. I'm not putting this tattoo on Instagram. Uh, yes, yes, you are. We can put the photo of me with the boombox on Instagram. And the tattoo, it's happening. Um, Peer okay. pressure. But, but there's this whole thing about like vinyl nostalgia. You know, uh, vinyl has definitely made a comeback. Um, like a marked increase in sales over time. Places like Walmart and Target and other major retailers also carry vinyl now. Um, and there's a definite nostalgia around it. People like to collect them. They're big. You can touch them. They're fun to play with. Uh, but cassette tapes just haven't enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. And I discovered the reason recently when I started buying cassette tapes again and it's because they fucking suck. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Why? Uh, the, the audio quality is terrible. Um, there are like clicks and pops. And if you don't have good equipment, then the it's, as you said, it's very easy for the tape to come unspooled or there's problems. You have to rewind it. Mm. Rewind it. I haven't had to rewind something in... A solid decade, you know, I think. That always used to be the rule in my household when we were little. When you finish a video, you've got to rewind it before you put it back in the box. Right. My mum would be like, ah, when she came to a one that hadn't been rewound. Do you remember that noise? I remember. But when I, when I was younger, one of my good friends had a, a VHS rewind machine. It was separate from his VCR. It was it was like a just a, a small a small thing. You put the you put the tape in it and rewind. That's all it did. It didn't play anything. It it was just a rewinding machine. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I mean the the nostalgia factor is not as as high either because like there's the artwork is small. Mm. Uh, you know, it's just it's just not as. You can't really hang them on your wall, can you? Um, I considered it, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess no, I can't. Well, I mean, you could. What would you do? You'd have to like blue tack the box to the wall, like the little plastic box. Mm. So the dude that made um, cassette tapes, he just died. Yes, this was all over the news. His name is Lou Ottens. 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 Fucking Lou Ottens, isn't it? I don't know. Uh, Lou Ottens. Um, and he was a engineer at Phillips. Mm. Um, so it wasn't like, it, it wasn't like just some guy in his basement who was like, oh, I'm going to make a cassette. Um, you know, he, he worked, worked for the man. Yeah. He worked for Phillips and they, you know, he, he led the team that was involved in the construction of this. Um, but yeah, it was, it was kind of a big deal because, um, everyone used reel to reel, like two inch tape, you know, um, which does have very good sound quality, and well, I don't know. What, well, I don't know what this is. Real to real. I don't. I. I, I don't know what you're saying. It, like it's a, the name of a club in Shanghai. Real to real. Um, it's not a good club. Don't go. Uh, I'm not talking about a club. I'm okay. talking about a type of tape. Is it like the big, big, big ones that you'd see in the old movie projectors, where it goes onto one and then you'd have to like flip it around? Yes, it's just like that. How does it not? <laughs> this is a dumb question. I'm excited. <laughs> When you flip it round, how does it not play backwards? Whoa, whoa. You just blew my mind with that question. Um, I think you could technically play it backwards, but turning it around would play the other side of the tape, not not play it backwards. <laughs> I think you could... Oh, I forgot. I forgot you had, like, 
A side and B side on cassettes. You like flip it over. Yes. Um, when was the last time you listened to a cassette for like real reasons other than like now being a nerd? Like, like when cassettes were like a real thing. Okay, so when I was in high school, I had a 1996 Honda Accord station wagon. Classic. Uh, classic. Forest Green. Oh, nice. I fucking love that car. Mm -hmm. um, it had a, uh, a tape deck inside, and I had several tapes. Mm -hmm. um, Public Enemy, Fear of a Black Planet, um, some Black Sabbath. Um, what else did I have? Um, that might have been it. I probably only had two or three. Oh, and then uh, I also had one of those tapes that has the aux cable coming out of it that you can plug yes. into a CD God, player. that was amazing. So I also think the last time I listened to a cassette was when I had a car. <laughs> when I had a car. I've only owned one car. Um, I had a Nissan Micra turquoise called Mimi. Uh, she was made in 1991. So she was one year older than I am. Um, and very battered. It was a whole like wind up windows. Mm. And she had a tape player, which was great. Um, and my my favorite was obviously Alanis Morissette. Like what what else? What else? Classic. But I went to the charity shop and they they were like bins of cassette tapes and it was like twenty p. I don't know what that is in dollars. Small, very small dollars, like twenty p. A twenty five cents. Yeah, something probably. like that. Like nothing. A per cassette tape. And I just like took an armful and I was like, I'll have all of these, please. Um, but then Alanis Morissette got stuck in the machine. So that was all you could ever play. <laughs> but it got stuck. I think it was her album. I think Jagged Little Pill, was that her? Was that the one? I have no one, idea. The hand in my pocket and something with a cigarette. Oh, yes. You know, you know yes, the one. Yes, I know the one. Um, there was a hidden track at the end. So you used to have to listen. Oh, past the dead space. Yeah, so there was like dead space. And then you get to this hidden track at the end, which is amazing. But because my tape deck got stuck, all I could listen to was the dead space and this hidden track, which is like... Her being a stalker where she's like, I go into your house, I go into your room. <laughs> that's a, com and it's that's so a commitment. Weird. I think I might stop listening to that after some time. Mm. Yeah. I mean, was that or silence? Um, speaking of, speaking of bins full of, full of tapes. Um, mm. so I bought a few tapes on Taobao. For those that don't know, Taobao is basically the Chinese version of Amazon, I guess you could say, except that it's nothing like that. Yeah. There are no parallels. Uh, it's a, it's a, the largest of the Chinese e-commerce websites. I mean, you can buy everything on Taobao. I mean, everything from like hot tub to cassette tape to live animals. All true. Mm. Um, I bought all of those things. Oh my God. You haven't bought live animals. <laughs> you haven't actually bought live animals. I haven't bought any oh live God, animals. judge you so fucking hard. <laughs> um, my boss bought me a turtle. Turtle? Turtle? Uh, turtle. turtle. My boss bought me a turtle on Taobao. I wasn't happy. Did it survive? No. I mean, it did for like four days. It was called Penelope. Oh, that's she so a, sad. She had a short but beautiful life. Um, maybe so, maybe we don't publicly broadcast that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I bought a... Um, so there are listings on, on Taobao. Obviously, they sell individual cassettes. I buy most of my vinyl on Taobao. Um, but there are listings for individual cassettes. You can buy quite a, quite a few things. They also have these listings that are just cassettes. You, unknown unknown they're they're about two rmb which is uh no actually they're about five rmb which is less than a dollar each 
which is kind of expensive now that I think about it. Very for... That's 50p for our British listeners. They'd all be horrified. 20, 20p down the charity shop. You're being robbed. Um, and you don't know what you're buying. The listing literally just has a, a photo of a giant box of cassettes. You don't get to choose anything. You just buy some cassettes. Okay, so that, sorry, side note, that's really interesting because do you know China has a massive market for like surprise things? Ooh. Okay, so this is... I was reading about this the other day. It's like... An, I, I can't remember who wrote the article. Maybe Radii. It was this amazing article about how mystery objects are one of, like, China's, like, favourite fucking things ever. Where people uh, buy something in a series, but they don't know what it is. So they'll just pay money for a thing. And it arrives. And then you get to know what the thing is. And then, you know, like, when you were younger and you used to buy Pokemon cards and they came in the packet and you didn't mm. know what was in the packet? Mm-hmm. It's like that, but they're these all different objects... So I wonder if the seller is like cashing in on that being like, buy a, buy a cassette, but you don't know what cassette, because it's a huge market here. It's like the third biggest no, retail market in China. I just think China. they can't be bothered to list them all out because... <laughs> they're, they're... So it's either amazing smart e-commerce or it's just trash lazy people. It's definitely the latter okay. because the... Yeah, definitely. Are these songs, is it in Chinese or is it like Western? Um, well, I thought it'd be interesting to, to let... I bought 10. Yeah, so these are the 10 cassettes that I bought on Taobao, having having no knowledge of what they are. Um, so an Alanis Morissette fan would definitely be into Mariah Carey, Daydream. Oh, yes, for sure. Wow. Um, Can we play this as our outro music? Uh, we will get taken off the air very quickly. God damn you, Mariah Carey, and your copyright. Um, I think that's fair enough. Mm. Um, you know, I <laughs> yeah, mean, you could you thing. could call you could call her and see if she'll give us the rights. Yeah. Um, we also have uh, Celine Dion. Let's talk about love. Another another classic. Um, let's see. Let's keep the theme going with uh, female pop stars. Paula Abdul, Forever Your Girl. I don't know this. I don't know it either. It looks very 80s from the cover. Um, This one you'll definitely know. And I listened to it. It was a female pop group from the UK. This one, All Saints. (gasps) Oh my god, yes! Love All Saints. Um, They're like... They're like the B version of the Spice Girls. Yeah! You didn't have them in America? I don't think so. Oh my gosh, you're missing out so much. Do you think we can personally bring them back? Um, maybe. I hope so. Actually, there was a, there was a, there was a funny version on this. So they covered the Red Hot Chili Peppers Under the Bridge on this cassette. Amazing. And it was actually kind of cool to listen to. I'm going to listen to this when I go home. Um. Well, not this. Like, I'll play on Spotify like a normal person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's French. I think you can try to pronounce that one for me. L'arc en ciel. L'arc en ciel. L'arc, l'arc, l'arc en ciel. Um, I don't know what it means, though. And then... Uh, Something, the arch, uh, in or on. I don't know the difference. This is a uh, Hong Kongese uh, boy band, which I've never heard of and cannot read the name of. Cool, cool. Yeah, I also got, I got nothing. Um, Kang Ta Polaris. This also looks like it's from Taiwan or Hong Kong. Or um, Korean, maybe? Oh, could be. Let's see. Uh, yes, Korean. Yes, Nailed it. Nailed it. I love me some K-pop. Um, that might actually be some early K-pop. That's, uh... And look, it's Paris in the background. That is Lac de Triomphe. Oh. European. Is that, is that the name of the other band? 
Um, in, no, but it's close. I mean, <laughs> they've both got arch in it. <laughs> um, we've got Elton John, Candle in the Wind, 1997. I mean, beautiful. And uh, another one that I've never heard of, Shag and Aska. It says, this product is licensed to sell and distribute only in China and other designated territories. Therefore, selling this product in Japan is prohibited. Oh, how the fuck would they know? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but... It's not like a food product. Produced, produced by Yamaha. Okay. It's not a food product where there are like different labeling laws. Yeah. Um, and the last one, the crown, the crown royale, <laughs> the pinnacle, music from the original motion picture, Titanic. That is, you got a good haul. I know, didn't I? So all wow. of these were 50 RMB, which is... Um, Five pounds-ish. Yeah. Four pound fifty. Yeah. Seven US dollars. Yeah. What a deal, huh? I mean, neither of us are economists. We don't know. What a deal. Cheap. Um, I've listened to like three of them so far. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're terrible. The quality's awful. They're, they're absolutely terrible to listen to. And like, real question. We were talking about the art on them earlier. Like, records are generally beautiful. Like, the sleeves are beautiful. You can like open up. There's like lyrics inside. They're, they're really nice. Why did we get to cassettes and we were like, ah, fuck it. We'll just stick any old shit on there. Like this Elton John one, it's Elton John. And it's all that's on the front is a rose. Yeah, well, I think the, the focus, the, the reason people were buying cassettes is because they were portable. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, getting back to Lou Ottens, he, he said that the biggest disappointment of his career was that Sony and not Philips had invented the Walkman. Because he thought it was the ideal application yeah. for a cassette tape, and his company didn't make it. Um, Bless his heart. He's so loyal. Yeah. <laughs> I've never worked at a company long enough to be loyal. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I read up on Lou Ottens a little bit. I, to be honest, I I didn't find it very interesting. Just because Carl, you he, can't say that. He's dead. You've got to say nice things. Uh, he's a saint. Thank you. Thank you for your service, sir. Thank you. Um, but... Um, uh, I think much more interesting than that is actually a guy named Les Paul. Bless. Les. L E S. Oh, Les. 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 I say Les. Les. I think it's Les. Les Paul. No, I'm still saying Les. Okay. Um, I agree to disagree. So everyone knows Les Paul because he, well, he is a guitarist and he made a very famous guitar. That's like the the most sold guitar the in the world. Stradivarius. No. <laughs> is that a type of guitar? The Stratocaster. Fuck. But it's the. <laughs> What's it's, Stradivarius? Stradivarius is a violin. Actually, uh, well, Stradivarius, the company makes other instruments now, but Stradivarius is a is a violin. You learn something new every day. There you go. But Les Paul uh, actually invented um, a a new type of tape head that allowed for multi track recording. Okay, what's a tape head? Okay, so back when to you, basics, Carl. Yeah. So um, is it the sticky out bit that sticks into the cassette, the the out that goes through the hole? It's it's basically what what reads what reads or writes on the on the tape. Oh, okay. So it's not what I thought at all. <laughs> cool. So um, it's like his. You know, back in my days, I untangled many a mm, tape. Mm. It's like the little bit of sponge that touches. No, that's what the tape head would touch. So the tape head is in the machine that's playing the tape. Yeah. Um, but uh, like traditionally, a tape machine had three heads. One to play, 
one to record and one to erase. And so because of that, the recording was not done at the same time as the playing. So like the recording would be delayed or the, the playback would be delayed or the, the, you know, there are three different playheads that all work to make the tape machine so run. Why does that matter? Is it, it does, is it because you then couldn't listen to yourself while you're recording something? Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, so what Les Paul like did. us now. <laughs> <laughs> so what, because we have a cheap microphone that has latency. Um, so what Les Paul did is he took these three playheads and or took these three tape heads and put them into one head that could read, write, and erase all at once. So it meant that musicians could listen back to what they were recording and record Girls something song, else. Spice Girls song that's like, three heads are better than one. <laughs> I feel like that's in appropriate. This, in this case, they're not better than one uh, because the, the dude basically invented multi-track recording. It changed... You know, the the years ago, the only way you could record was to have all the musicians in a room together and record, and they had to do a take, and that was it. But after after the creation of this, you could uh, you could do overdubs, so you you could listen back to what you were playing and play something else over the top of it. You could have musicians recording at different times. So essentially, it completely revolutionized the music industry. Yes, it did. Thank you, Les. We owe you more. Yes, I think we owe you more than we owe Lou Ahns. Oh, he's dead, Kyle. Uh, sorry, sorry, Lou. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he, he probably still makes some money or maybe his estate still makes some money on, uh, on the, the cassette. Look, well, I don't think they're going to be advertising with us anytime <laughs> soon as you've just trashed the poor guy. No, without him, I mean, hang on, right. Start again. How do you put sound onto vinyl? I have no idea. Does anybody know? People know. Actually, I've spent I've spent a long time like watching YouTube videos and trying to figure it out, and it just doesn't make any fucking sense. There's a you know you cut it with a needle, so you have the the acetate or whatever you're recording into shellac. Shellac. That's the thing. I don't know. Yeah, shellac. It's a type of record. I only know stop- shellac as a verb. Like she got a good shellac in. <laughs> what? No. Wait, okay, wait, what What does shellacking mean as a shellacking, verb? Um, no, no. Uh, no, shellac is now what you get put on your nails. Oh. But shellac used to be a material they made vinyl out of, but they stopped doing it because it was really brittle. They used to snap all the time. Mm. It dries. It's like when you go, you know, when you go to get your nails done, get your manicure on, they stick your hand in UV light. Makes you feel like your hands are burning, and we're not sure on whether or not it gives you skin cancer. Mm. But it like dries your nails. Mm. Special dries the shellac. Dries the shellac onto your nails, and records used to be made out of it. Um, anyway, I don't know if that's the same thing as acetate. I don't think it is. It's got different names, so one would assume no. But um, records did used to be made out of shellac. I know this uh, for a fact. Okay, that's a fact. It's not an opinion; it's a fact. Great. Um, so, but nobody knows how we put sound on. No, vinyl. everybody fucking knows. I just don't understand it. It's like they they so they have the the material that that's the record is made out of, and they literally cut the sound into it. Like there's a needle that makes grooves on the record according to the sound. Yeah. 
All I can think of is, you know those little music boxes that you turn the handle and they, like, twinkle? Yes. That, I'm like, cool, got it. This, I'm well, like, Well, those, those are physical bells in there or something. I mean, there's some, <laughs> no, there's like some the little, physical like, thing ding, that ding, makes ding, noise. Ding, ding. I mean, how does Beyonce come out of a vinyl? I'll never know. I don't know. It is a mystery. I mean, to be honest, none of it really makes sense to me because... So, when we move to, to tapes, tapes are magnetic. What? What part? The, the whole thing. You no. can you can erase a tape with a heavy magnet. Oh my god. If you were to what? take this tape and put it next to a magnet, it could it could be erased or parts of it could be erased. That's insane. I had no idea. The the what's actually written onto the cassette is is magnetic. What? And even digital, it doesn't make any sense because it all it all goes down to ones and zeros. If I put a magnet next to a CD, would it be fine? I don't know. I don't think so. If we put one next to vinyl, it would be fine. Yes, because it's shellac. <laughs> Not anymore, Kyle. But if I put it next to this cassette tape, it would be fucked. It would, yes. What? This is witchcraft. The more I know about it, the less I understand. <laughs> and that's been the main segment. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say about tapes. I mean, that's really enough. This is my favorite tape, I've decided. This one, because of the artwork. Yeah. I, I like this one a lot. He does appear to be wearing the Apple logo around his neck, and he's in Paris. So we'll put a picture of this on Instagram. Great. So the last segment... Oh, let's call it Late to the Game. Late to the Game late with the Kyle game. and Claire. <laughs> I feel like I'm perpetually late to the game. Well, that's the idea behind the segment. Late to the Game is the segment where we discuss something we've just discovered, but everyone else has known about for ages. So it's probably not news to you, but we like it. It's got to be something that we recommend okay. wholeheartedly. All right, well, I'm going to go first because we just talk for ages. Yeah. Um, exercise. It's, that's, <laughs> that doesn't count. Yes, it counts, and I'm going to tell you why. It counts. Okay, do you counts. do you properly enjoy exercising? Okay. Yes, but I never knew. And I honestly feel like this is the best kept secret of all time that I've always hated exercise. Who fucking likes it? Moving your body at pace. Terrible. Terrible thing to do. But it just turns out I hate doing most types of exercise, but not all types of exercise. So I've just started doing weightlifting and it's really fun and I really enjoy it. And well now I've got a broken ankle, so I've, I've stopped again. But before then, I was going all the time, and I like it, and I feel really good, and I just feel like no one told me. If someone had told me, I feel like enough, everyone everyone tells you, but those people are assholes. Yeah, I know. I just didn't believe them. You know, people that are like, "Do it; it'll make you feel really good," and you're like, "It doesn't. It makes me feel sweaty, hot, and disgusting." Mm. Turns out they're right. Mm. Makes makes me feel great. Really enjoy it. That I, I'm we're we're releasing this late to the game under protest. <laughs> I, that, that doesn't that doesn't count. It's supposed to be a fucking book or a movie or something. Oh well, you we should have clarified. <sighs> I mean, I've got another one. I could go again. Let's see. You do yours. What are you What are you late to the game with? Star Wars: The Clone Wars. 
I've never seen Star Wars. Well, it's not, it's not, the, you've never seen any of the Star Wars? Oh, I think I saw this one thing one time, and then I've seen a lot of memes with that little squishy thing, the little baby thing. That's Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Baby Yoda is in the hit television show, The Mandalorian, streaming yeah. now on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> I have not watched that. Um, neither have I. And actually, so there was a TV show well before The Mandalorian. Star Wars is the massively popular franchise with lots of movies. Um, but in the mid to late 2000s, they... I don't know if you need to intro Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're like, Star. I don't know, guys, guys, I don't know if you've heard about Star Wars. People have heard about it, Carl. Um, well, a lot of people know about the TV, the TV show, The Mandalorian, but there was a TV show, I think like 2008, 2009 or something of, uh, it was on Cartoon Network. It's a, it's a cartoon and it's a TV show. There are half hour episodes uh, and it's called The Clone Wars. So the time period is between movie number one and movie number two. Not the originals. Episode one and episode this two. This means nothing to me, sorry. Anyway. I'm not um, a star person. You know, everyone who grew up in my era uh, so has, has talked about The Clone Wars. And I never, I never had any interest in watching it until The Mandalorian came out. And I was like, oh, I kind of want to watch The Mandalorian. But people have been talking about this other TV show for 15 years. And I should probably watch that first. Mm-hmm. And you did? It's fucking great. Yeah? It's so good. It's not kiddish at all. Like, it's a cartoon. But it is not, it's not, it's not for kids. Like, it's it's really confusing and hard to follow sometimes. I end up rewatching episodes or rewinding and, and mm-hmm. watching again. Um, because there's just, the plot lines are thick and a lot to take in. So then why was it made for kids if it's not for kids? It wasn't made for kids. It's just a cartoon. But it's a, it's a full on adult Star Wars story. I don't know if I believe in cartoons for adults. Did you ever watch Family Guy? No. Did you ever watch Rick and Morty? No. Did you ever watch, uh, anything on, um, uh, what's, what's that late night? Um, I can guarantee the answer is no. Uh, all right. And that's Ben. <laughs> What's the name of the segment? Late to the Game. That's Ben. Late to the Game with Kyle and Claire. This has been What It's About, the podcast full of strongly held and poorly researched opinions. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at What It's About Pod. You can email us suggestions, questions, or comments to What It's About Pod at gmail.com. And finally, our website is What It's About dot fun. Yes, dot fun. Our intro song is Retro Electro by Mario Cole. Other music this week from Ashutosh Music, Mativ, and Whataboy. I've been Claire, and this is... Kyle. <laughs> Thank you, and good night. do a couple takes but mm-hmm. i don't know let's let's just let's just go are we on we're on oh we're, we're on now we're rolling oh right so okay. um